Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city, uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Plus. This is Milan Lucic. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Stoffer joining you. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software, and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. Oilers Now on 630 Chad, brought to you by Digitex. All your devices managed at digitex.ca. Hope you had a solid weekend. We had a highly entertaining game here on Saturday night. And we have a game night tonight. The New York Rangers are in town. And a jam-packed edition of Oilers Now coming up. Uh, in the first half hour, we will preview tonight's matchup between the Edmonton Oilers and the New York Rangers. We'll have comments from Ken Hitchcock, Oscar Clefbaum, Sam Gagne, and Kyle Brodziak. Reed Wilkins will swing by from inside sports. Sportsnet's John Shannon will join us at 1235. Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft for his weekly chat. And this will be a real uh, thrill for me coming up at 135 today. One of the best broadcasters in the business, Sam Rosen. One of the best people in the business. And there's a little, uh, little nugget that I'll throw your way because it uh, translates to, to several different milieus. But uh, a theme that you see when you work in this business after a while. This is Oilers Now, again, brought to you by Digitex. The Oilers coming off a hard-fought 3-2 loss against the Toronto Maple Leafs on Saturday night. You can reach us on our Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Creek Resort Casino, who have Grammy winner Rick 
Springfield taking stage at the River Creek Saturday night, March 23rd. So a couple weeks from now, tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. We're actually going to bring Reed Wilkins in a little bit early here. If you think all dealerships are the same, think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter, at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and reach out to Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott as well. Uh, Brendan's back in the studio. Reed's here. Guys, just before we get to our Oilers now audio vault for the friends at Direct uh, Work, I, I just want to get some thoughts and some things. Um, we had the New York, or the we got the Rangers here tonight. You know, it's always cool when the Rangers come to town, but and these two teams have almost identical numbers. But Reed, we're going to bring it in two segments, and we'll start with this one: the game against Toronto. Obviously, there had to have been at least. You think there was fifty percent of the people that were here that night were Maple Leafs fans? Uh, I no, I don't think it was fifty, but it might have been a third. You think it was a third, Brendan? What about you? I disagree with that. I think it was around fifty. It was insane. It was insane, and I just like to get your guys. There are some organizations in the league uh, that don't have a real. You know, the owners have a resale process for tickets. Uh, I got, you know, I got, I had people text me after the game or tweet at me and say, no, it's embarrassing. There's that many leaves. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, here's, here's how it works. It's the prerogative of the season seat holders to, if they want to offer up their seats for games to, to go ahead and put those out there for resale. And I took a casual, uh, sort of survey as to who made up the Leafs fans and a lot of them frankly were from the East Coast. They weren't from Ontario. A lot of them were from out in the Atlantic that were working out here uh, in the oil patch and that sort of thing. I, I got no problem with the fact that there was as many, they've got a really good team this year. They're excited. You know, they spent their money in the building and it happens. You have some people that grew up Leafs fans first and their owners fans second. And so one game a year, I just like to get just because it is a little bit of a topic over the course of the weekend. Reed, we'll start with you. Well, are you asking if I have a problem with it? I mean, well, I, well, no, I don't. I, I, I mean, if, if, if people are going to decide not to come to the game who are Oilers fans and make their tickets available for sale... Then you, That's their option. Then you, and you risk, I guess, risk, if you want to use the word, selling them to a fan of the opposition team. And if it's Montreal, Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver, probably Winnipeg. I won't put Ottawa quite it, in the same category. You you might get a, a, a rabid fan of another team in your seat. Brendan, you're, uh, you grew up being a Canucks fan, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's not as noticeable. I'll tell you what it shows to me with Toronto, and we knew that there was going to be a heavy Maple Leaf just because of uh, the numbers that were the ass that were going out there on StubHub and whatever other areas there are to, to do the resale of tickets. Uh, the ask often suggests how much interest is in, and you could tell the confidence level in the market for other teams and Toronto's was sky high. Mm-hmm. Conversely, Montreal's was not as big this year. Uh, again, Brendan, is, is that all part of the by all fair and love and war and business and that sort of thing for, for order season, season hold, uh, uh, ticket holders to put their tickets out there? Well, absolutely. That's their prerogative. And if, you know, for those who didn't, the atmosphere at Rogers Place to me was probably the best that it's been all year. Funnest Maybe. game all year. Funnest yeah, game absolutely. all year. Absolutely. So why is that an issue? I think the people complaining were probably watching at home and not actually experiencing it. I also thought the, the Maple Leafs fans, like 98% of them, were terrific at 98% of the... Like, I didn't oh, see... Of course. I saw, like, one jerk after the game chirping, and, you know, 
hey, I get it. You're excited. Your team's got a chance to maybe get out of the first round. But, uh, you know, like... Uh, well, and I think we have to accept something about pro sports in in the world. Some people buy season seats just to sell them, right? So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there are season seat holders for the Oilers, for the Flames. I actually know one for the Flames who attends fewer than 10 home games a year, maybe right. fewer than five, because they bought tickets specifically to sell them, and they might take a hit on... Florida coming to town or Columbus or Columbus or whoever and sell them at 60% of face value because they can get three times face value for the Leafs or the Canadians or or another rival. So, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I it's easy for sure. I understand some Oilers fans say, well, all those darn Leafs fans, but, you know, they got the tickets fair and square. All right, guys, thanks for jumping in early. Reed, we'll get your thoughts on tonight's game. Brendan, let's get to it. Straight to our Oilers now. Direct Workwear Audio Vault for product knowledge, compliance, great pricing, and innovation. Directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. You can't tell which building you're in when you hear this audio recap. Jack Michaels on the call. Good evening, everyone. Alongside Bob Stoffer, it's Jack Michaels with the call of tonight's game, and we're underway. It's Nugent Hopkins sliding out to Russell for a drive and a save made by Anderson. A dish, Matthews, one-timer into traffic. Kadri thwarted out to the point. Clubbed on net, scored. Morgan Riley with Tavares setting a screen 14 seconds before the break. Left wing picked up by Riley. Back in front. What a save by Stollers. Knew where it was going the whole way and robbed Patrick Marlowe. Ahead left side. Here's a chance. A wrist shot. Score. John Tavares. Stollers got a piece, but not enough. William Nylander ahead for Tavares. Gets it back. Driving to the net. Centers. One-timer. Score. Jake Muzzin. Toronto 3, Edmonton nothing with a minute 40 to play in the hockey game. Here's Trice on a one-timer score. Nugent Hopkins bangs one behind Freddie Anderson. And the Oilers trail 3-1. to one. Austin Matthews had a chance to clear, did not get it done. And with 50 seconds to go, here's McDavid to the net. Backdoor score! And the Oilers are right back in the game! Oscar Kleppbaum cuts it to 3-2 with 52 seconds still to play! Don't go home yet! 35 seconds to go. Is it an unbelievable finish coming? Try something to McDavid. Cassie to the net. Shot the save made by Freddie Anderson with 29.8 to go. What a chance for Cassie. Side of the net. It's open. Loose left corner. One timer wide. Try Suttle. Five seconds to go. Nurse to Nugent Hopkins. He bobbles. Toronto punches it free. And the Leafs hang on to win. Three to two. Well, there you have it. Uh, some of Jack's call. Uh, the, the Leafs won the game. The fans for both teams. I mean, it made it for a terrific night in the building. I know it's hard to watch if you're a hardcore Oilers fan to see. You know, I figure there was at least 7,500 Maple Leafs fans in the building. There was at least that many jerseys. It was a raucous night. Not sure we'll have the same tonight against the Rangers. But talk about two teams that have damn near identical numbers. The Oilers are like 24th in the league. The Rangers are 23rd. You want to know how close the numbers are? Check this out. New York Rangers, 2.79 goals per game. Edmonton, 2.78. New York Rangers, 3.23 goals against per game. Edmonton, 3.22 goals against per game. The uh, New York Rangers, 29.3 shots on goal per game. The Edmonton Oilers, 29.4. It's unbelievable. Face-offs. The Rangers, 
are at 47.4. That's 29th in the league. The Oilers are 27th at 48.3. Here's Ken Hitchcock on looking to have the Oilers uh, build on the game against Toronto, which saw them close hard against the Maple Leafs. Well, we, we played really well, but we made mistakes, and they made us pay for the mistakes. There are some elements of our game that need to get better, and when you play top-end teams like Toronto, they kind of get exposed. But we had a lot of, and we've been doing that for a long time now, a lot of really good things to build on. But to me, the next step is is taking pride in the details and understanding that really good teams not only have the effort that we had on Saturday night, but they have the details to go with it. So that's the next step for me. Uh, just an additional thought on the building. Uh, Tyler has texted the show, Bob, Saturday night was a European soccer atmosphere. Lots of chants and good chirps. Leafs fans were 99% all in good fun. That's great to hear. Winner's opponent tonight of the New York Rangers, Ken Hitchcock, had this to say on a team that works hard under first-year head coach David Quinn out of Boston University. Yeah, you can't outwork them. Whatever, you know, they've, their record's, I think, even better than ours. And you can't outwork that team. You, you can beat them if you really play well, but you're not going to outwork them. They, they've got uh, too much efficiency and too many good young players who can transition the puck and are willing to do all the little things. You can see the formulation of what this team's going to look like in a year or two. By the way, they go about their business right now. And to come into a game and expect to outwork them is unrealistic. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, there's experience that goes with just maturity in your game. But I watched them play against Dallas, and they were very good. I watched them play against New Jersey. They were very good. Um, they got a lot of uh, quality in their game that you're, you like moving forward when you look at it. And it's, it'll be a tough out in the next uh, few years because of the way they go out to business right now. That's Ken Hitchcock, Oilers head coach. Uh, Jim Matheson, who tends to ask the questions on injuries. Have a bit of fun there. Uh, Matty asked uh, about uh, Milan Lucic, who is out for tonight's game. Lucic skated today for 45 minutes. Uh, he'll join us for practice tomorrow. And if everything goes well, then he'll join the pregame skate. What is the next game, Wednesday? Uh, he'll join that. So he skated full today and uh, felt good. All right, there you go. That is Ken Hitchcock, Edmonton, and the New York Rangers tonight. Sam Gagne says the team is staying focused on the playoff push. We know that uh, we just got to take care of our own business, and um, I think it, you know you, you try and take it day by day. I know it's cliche, but um, that has to be our focus right now. Just uh, make sure we're focused on um, getting a win tonight and. Uh, and that's the most important thing for us. And, you know, if you if you do that, then you start to build. But um, I think, uh, you know, our confidence is high right now. We, we like the way we're playing for the most part and just got to continue to build. We'll have NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing coming up at 1221 with Brendan Escott. That's called a live edit on the air, Brendan. To tonight's lineup, Connor McDavid up front with Leon Dreisaitl and Zach Cassian. Dreisaitl, two assists on Saturday night. He's now got nine goals, 20 points last 13 games on a 13-game point streak. Connor McDavid has a six-game point streak since returning from his suspension. One goal, 11 points in those six games. He's plus seven. Uh, Zach Cassian on the right side today. Reed 
Wayne Wilkins tweeting these out at 10.15 this morning. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins of Chijar Care and Sam Gagne. Colby Cave of Tobias Reeder and Zach Cassian. Kyle Brodziak with Brad Malone and uh, Josh Curry. This means that Ty Ratty's a healthy scratch again. Paul Yarvey uh, done for the year with the double hip surgery. Lucic out. We'll call it a core injury from now. Nothing changes on defense. Clefbaum with Larson. Nurse with Russell. Nothing changes on defense, but Clefbaum supplanted Nurse on the first power play unit. Andre Sekera with Matthew Benning. Miko Koskinen, who was sick on uh, Saturday night. Will start tonight. He's 20-15-4, and 2.75 goals against average, and a 9-12 save percentage. Thought Anthony Stollers gave the owners a good start. Oilers dropped to 15-16-2 at home. 23rd in the league, goals for 24th in goals against. 12th in the league in the power play, 30th in the PK. It's an area that needs to be addressed moving forward with a change of personnel. 27th shots for, 18th shots against. 27th in face-offs. They were higher before they traded Ryan Strom to the New York Rangers in a deal that I don't understand, uh, though I do applaud that Keith Gretzky at least was able to get Sam Gagne for Spooner. All right, uh, here we go. The Rangers, not they did not have a full skate, had some players out on the ice this morning, only five or six. Mika Zibanejad is their top scorer. He's got 65 points in 68 games with Nemestikov and Philippe Hedl, 21st overall pick in the 2017 NHL draft. Ryan Strom is centering their second line right now. He's got 12 goals and 23 points in 49 games. I still don't understand that deal. Strom, uh, Jimmy Vesey, and Jesper Fast. I guess we're past understanding those sort of things. Quentin Howden had a hot start offensively. He's probably going to be a third-line center long-term for the Rangers. 27th overall pick, 2016 draft. He's with Brendan Lemieux, who they picked up in that deal with the Winnipeg Jets for Kevin Hayes. Jets also gave up a 2019 first-round pick. And if the Jets win the Cup, uh, there will be a, a conditional fourth-rounder that's applied to that as well. Pavel Buchnevich is on the right side of that line. Leas Anderson, the seventh overall pick in the 2017 draft out of Frolunda. Chris Kreider on the fourth line. Four-time, 20 goal scorer. He's got 26 this year. He's an unrestricted free agent next year. Hmm. Uh, Boo Nieves uh, on the right side of that line. Uh, now, they did not have, in the last game, the Rangers, Mark Stahl in the lineup. He is expected to play. He was out with an illness. Uh, Libor Hayek, who played uh, for Colin Priestner, Saskatoon Blades, for a couple years, banged up his shoulder. Looks like he's out. Uh, Brady Shea with Kevin Shattenkirk. Shattenkirk had been scratched. He won a national championship at Boston University before David Quinn was there. 30-year-old player, second year of a four-year deal, $6.65 million. Mm, interesting. Right shot, power play guy. Uh, five times 40-plus points in his NHL career. Has not gone well since he's gone to New York. Brendan Smith was with Anthony D'Angelo in the last game. They had Hayek and Neil Pionk. You wonder if Stahl replaces uh, uh, Hayek in in the lineup. And we're not going to see Henrik Lundqvist. Led to believe from the Rangers people that it'll be Alexander uh, Georgiev starting in goal for New York. He's 10-11-2, a 3.03 goals against average. Now, let's do it. That's a look at tonight's uh, two teams, the Rangers and the Oilers. Straight to NHL today for elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear. 
In one minute or less, here's Brandon Escott. All right, Bob. Seven games across the NHL tonight, including the Maple Leafs hosting Tampa Bay, Ottawa visiting Philly, and some important ones for the Oilers' playoff hopes. Minnesota is in San Jose. Arizona and Chicago battle it out, and Colorado hosts Carolina. Canucks signed seventh overall pick Quinn Hughes to a three-year entry-level contract yesterday after his Michigan Wolverines season wrapped up. He could play uh, as early as Wednesday, I'm hearing online. Sabres captain Jack Eichel suspended two games for a hit to the head of Carl. Soderberg over the weekend. Jakub Voracek got the same punishment for an interference call on Johnny Boychuk. The NHLPA did appeal Voracek's suspension. Vladimir Tarasenko will miss the next 10 days with an upper body injury. Nico Heischer is not traveling with the Devils on their upcoming road trip. That includes them playing here on Wednesday, but uh, they did mention he could join the team as well. He's got an upper body injury. Uh, Bakersfield Condors, they lost to Stockton on Friday night 4-1, rebounded the next night to Hammer San Jose 7-1. now got a seven-point lead in the Pacific Division. Host San Diego on Wednesday. Oil Kings won twice over the weekend and uh, now play Red Deer on the road tomorrow, trying to stretch their eight-game winning streak out. And they finish off their regular season with the home-and-home this upcoming weekend. And the U of A Golden Bears named the number one seed at the U Sports National Championship, which starts Thursday in Lethbridge. They do play the host Pronghorns on Thursday at 7, Bob. Yeah, I was at the Oil Kings game yesterday, and I know Kootenai got shut out. Uh, they got a forward by the name of Peyton Krebs. He's going to go to the top 10 of the draft. He's got a bad plus minus. Kootenai is awful. They're terrible. That's about as bad. I know Swift Current traded all their players and got beat here like, I don't know, 10, 11, nothing on a hockey hockey day. Kootenai has no juice at all. But Krebs, Krebs is really good. He's he's going to be a top ten player. He's uh, highly skilled. He's got a little bit of bite. Uh, the Oil Kings have had a terrific year. There's no question. Let's bring back in Reed Wilkins. So Reed, it's been one of those years. You look at the Bakersfield Condors, mammoth step forward. The Edmonton Oil Kings and Randy Hanch uh, draft a lot of those players. I know Kurt Hill's come in with Brad Lauer. Those guys both have done a terrific job. Um, the Edmonton Oilers and the New York Rangers, almost identical numbers. But the Oilers will probably finish with a better record just because they got more players left. Of course, the Rangers trading off Hayes and Zuccarello. Uh, give me one minute on tonight's matchup to tonight's game. Oh, how about I learn? I, I want to see. I, I want to see the power play be a little bit more effective. And I know they assertive won for the the previous five games, but they they don't have a power play goal in the last five games, and it it could have got them back into that game against Toronto a little sooner or even those two power plays early in the I know there's going to be a lot of talk about the five on three in the third and there should they, be they had two and there should be and Rob, well Rob and I talked about it after the game it looked like their only thought was to try to get Leon a one-timer instead of maybe try to look for other options but even though they had two power plays in the first eight minutes of the second period that could have tied the game and it was only one nothing Toronto and they weren't able to to do anything there I think I think Nurse has done a good job back there, but he's been a little more up and down. Clefbaum's a better option. I'm glad to see him back. Uh, he's better at holding the puck in. I think he has a better slap shot than Nurse. Now, I, now maybe because of coming back from the hand injury, maybe that they didn't want him rushing back and rely on him to try and bomb the puck from back there. But I want to look for the special teams to make a difference for Edmonton tonight. All right, Reed. Uh, thank you for splitting up your segment on, in two different roles. Well, right? I'm adaptable, Bob. Uh, we've heard that about you. That's Reed Wilkins uh, from Inside Sports. When we come back... Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. 
you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. After a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, we'll hook up with John Shan and talk a bit about uh, the Oilers' uh, GM search. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.